You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. And we are back here for another episode of Keith Price's Curtain Call. And honey, you know, I always tell you, you you're not going to get tickets to Hamilton when you come to New York City, so stop it. And at the same time, I also tell you, there's a lot of fun stuff that's happening also off-Broadway that is not something you should miss. And let me tell you all something. Honey, there's a new show that's popping off-Broadway. Now, I got to see it last season. And they have like a, a travel arrangement. They've moved now from the former places they were at the York Theater across town to the New World Stages. And the show is entitled Desperate Measures. And if you were following some of the fun, fun stuff at uh, the drama desks, this was a, a nice little surprise. Drama desk went in off-Broadway musical popping off to, to extend their run. Yeah, we won the... Uh, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. We won the music and lyrics at the drama desks. And I am now sitting here speaking to the two of the leads from this wonderful, fun show that I got to see. And it's fun because it's done in couplets. So that means it makes memorizing a hopefully a lot easier. <laughs> yes and no. And yes and no. And then it's this just wonderfully fun, fun, fun show. And I have, you know, for those of you who are fans of the podcast, you know, you may have heard the voice of one of my guests today, Miss Lauren Molina. Well, hello. And the new kid in town for me, because, you know, Lauren and I go back a few, you know, we have a thing, Mm -hmm. Lauren and I, Uh, Mr. Connor Ryan, and they're both featured right now in this fantastic thing that's going on at New World Stages entitled Desperate Measures. Welcome, guys. How are you? Great. Great. Thank you so much for having us. So... The best part about this show is is that you get to see Lauren Molina, who I absolutely love and adore, be even more ridiculous than she normally is on a regular. And I love that. Thank you, Miss Lauren, for giving me that. Well, <laughs> you're welcome. And I am so thankful that I get to be a comedian extraordinaire, a clown, just being goofy and silly and bringing these clever lyrics and Peter Kellogg's words off the page in a way that is just so deliciously fun. It's wonderful. And you, Connor, I mean, for me, at first when I started, you know, when I first saw the show, I didn't, I, you know, sometimes I never think about where I may have seen someone before until I wind up doing the research on them. So when I saw the show last time, I was like, oh, hmm, why would he look somewhat familiar to me? And then you, Jen and Jen? John and Jen. John and Jen with my Kate Baldwin. And I was like, that's who that kid is. I was like, are you kidding me? How did I not know that you work? Because, you know, I loves me some Kate Baldwin. Oh, who doesn't? So that means that you have had a wonderful little run of of working with fun leading ladies. And here you are now sitting with the latest leading lady for yourself. What is it like to be in this ridiculous show? Because this show is really fun and ridiculous, both of you. Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, speak, speaking of speaking of leading ladies, you know, um, Lauren getting to share the stage with her is something I think every actor should uh, should should try to get the opportunity to do at some point in their career because let me tell you, it's it's a it's a good time. Well, I mean, the whole show itself feels like a good time. Am I wrong? You are completely right. Okay. The the show it's like infectious fun from the start to the finish. Um, you know, it's. It's just uh, the kind of theater that you go into and feel transported and feel like you have an escape for two hours. And when you leave, you just feel joyful. And I think we all kind of need that 
right now. Well, that's been my big siren song for the most of the year is that it, it's time for a lot more joy because it feels like every time I turn on the news, it's it's something unhappy happening. Yeah, it's pretty dark out there. So, so, yeah, and especially with desperate measures, I mean, we touch upon universal themes that have been going on, you know, yeah. since the beginning of time about the, you know, corruption of government and hypocrisy <laughs> of religion and, you know, morality and what is right and wrong and the gray area that you navigate in between. But we do this all with hilarious comedy in a way that you're just like laughing at every breath and, um, you know, just, you know, you're just taken away by the fun, the the fun way of that we are telling this story. And um, I don't know. People describe the way they leave the theater as feeling energized, feeling joyful, feeling light, feeling, feeling, uh, uh, you know, feeling young again, feeling feeling energized. And when they come into the theater, maybe feeling not uh, in the mood to have, a, to have a laugh, not in the mood to have a good time. Sometimes I go to work and I'm not in the mood to, to, uh, to sing and dance. And every time without fail, I leave the theater happier than I came in. Well, good. And I will say, too, the chemistry that we all have on stage, it's a six-person cast. Yes. It's, it feels like we are a family, and and we just have so much fun together, and we play off each other, and we goof off together um, while, you know, staying in the staying true to the words. And, um, you know, we both are—we we have so many physical comedians in the show, and um, so it, it's really a, a joy to get to go that direction because, you know, it's, it's high comedy— it's a farce. It's goofy, silly, but also so smart and, and clever. And full of heart, actually. So full of it's heart. full of heart. It exactly. Really, really is. And so, you know, when we talk about it, we're like, it feels, and, you know, there's amazing singing, uh, live instruments that are just, like, tearing it up. We have, mm-hmm. you know, sort of bluegrass kind of vibe to the to the music. And, um, you know, so it, it feels just, uh, you know, we're, we just feel very lucky that we get to um, do this Broadway show off-Broadway in an intimate setting. People um, are just loving it. It's great. I love it. It's so funny when you talked about the instruments because one of the things that if you do not know this about Lauren Molina, which of course you should probably Google. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very Googleable. She's very Googleable, this one. And she is a part of a a wonderful, she's got her own other thing, honey, because Miss Lauren has been Dropping it and popping it for a minute. I'm just going to say she's been hustling. She's been working. And one of the (laughs) things about you that I love is that you are one of those few people that plays like six million different instruments. Uh This wonderful band that she does with her friend Nick Searley called The Skivvies. Yep. Right? Yes. Let's, let's give it to the skivvies, honey. Where they, first of all, the pressure to even want to perform in the skivvies to me would be very high because I've seen your, your video. And I'm thinking to myself, I, you know, yeah, I'm going to have to go on like with a onesie or a unitard. Hey, or we something. love that too. Because, yeah, baby, I, be, I can't be given a, a, a robe. robe. Oh, I could do a robe? Yes. Hello. You oh. can, totally. Yeah, we love Ooh. all shapes and sizes. You wear what you feel comfy in. Oh. Yeah, honey. I would come and sing all that jazz and, and oh my god, a, we'll a, have to mash it up. Spender mashup or something. Yes, yes. I've, I've recently been told that my underwear selection for my skivvies performances needs to step it up. Oh, okay. Well, my, you, my, you friend, my friends were like, Connor, we need to get you like nice, nice. nicer underwear. Yeah. And I was like, I don't believe in fancy underwear. I I don't uh, believe in underwear that. that is is more expensive than like five dollars. <laughs> my friends were like, 
Well, we're gonna get you <laughs> one pair. You gotta for step your it skin. up. On <laughs> It'll be life changing. Once yeah. you no, do. I, I now, now that I've now that I've been challenged like this, I kind of want to st- like f- like hold to your hold ground. my ground. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> See, I, you know what? This is the thing. These these kids today with mm. this this need to rebel. Why do you need to rebel? You <laughs> hey, See what the yeah. format is. Yeah. They tell you what it is before you show up, and all of a sudden you come in. I don't think I want to do the format. What's wrong with you? I'm just struggling yeah. with the idea because I have to like let go of a lot of body issues, you know. <laughs> but you're hot. Come on so now, she she's got the naked band, and I'm the rebel. Come on. <laughs> no, he he strips down, and you know I don't mind your cotton undies. You can wear them. You can wear your Hanes all, right, all day, all day yeah. long. I'll stick 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 to my baby. Fruit of the looms. I love it. Um, but yeah, so the, the band, the the skivvies, it's it's my creative outlet, and we've also made it into a small business. So it's kind of amazing. I always encourage people to make their own work, especially young artists who are like struggling or trying to figure out their path, and and you know create your own content. And it became creating my own content with my best friend who, um, you know, together we've just made this our brainchild that has taken off and now makes us money and we are, it's our day job. It's your day job. But you know, the fabulous thing about what, what you do is that, and I, and I see this not to, to, you know, shade you at all, Connor, Please, but I mean, it's only because, you know, she and I got a thing, you know, but one of the things about you that I absolutely love is the fact that you have that sense of diverseness. Like you literally are got, you had an eight show a week routine and then at the same time you were still finding ways to pound the pavement and keep that other side alive is that the secret to Lauren Molina right now it is and pretty much always has been even before skivvies I was always trying to you know stimulate my creative brain whether it was making a web series with my friends or you know just writing my own music and releasing a couple albums um or, uh, you know, my visual art side or, um, you know, my writing side that you know, it kind of goes in waves for me. Um, but I definitely think that uh, in order to be a thriving artist, you just need to keep doing your own thing and not relying on other people to give you work. And even if you do have a show, obviously the routine of eight shows a week, um, once you're settled and running, it can be, it, you know, it can you can lose a little bit of your creative um, juices as far as new material. So mm-hmm. I always try to, you know, see if um, I can be involved in readings or workshops or, you know, creation of, of new ideas. And uh, and that's really what stimulates me. I love it. How about you, Connor? This is, this is now your second run and stab at this show from the York Theater to now. And this is an opportunity, hopefully, for you to find something new in the characters. Are you still able to find stuff new in your character? Oh my God, I'm so glad you asked that because it's the longest I've ever gotten to do a part so far yet in my life. And um, and I was really excited for, I've never, uh, it's the longest I've gotten to do a part, but also I've never gotten to do anything twice. So I was really excited to um, to jump back in and to, I, I, went, I went back in um, really uh, prepared to, um, to try to find something new, to try to take what we did and what I did, but what we did, and, um, and make it even better. You know, I take something that was really, really good and make it great. And so, I, I, you know, for, for many reasons, I think the show has evolved in a beautiful way. I think we're in a theater that is the perfect home for Absolutely. us. It's such a wonderful little theater. If, if you've seen anything in there, I, I, the only thing I've ever seen in there was Bear. The last thing, in, um, the last thing that was there before us was um, Inspector uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh, um, not the General Inspector. No, I, I believe Clockwork Orange oh. was there last fall. Um, it's such, it's such a, it's a 
really amazing little off-Broadway theater with more seats than New York, but it's mm-hmm. still really intimate, and the, the set has expanded, and everyone's uh, performances have expanded in a way that um, I think just really makes the piece even more cohesive, even more of an ensemble piece, even more even, even more uh, uh, something that flies at a, at a pace that it's one of those things that kind of is over before you even start before it even began and you're like wait two and a half hours went by um you know i I, but but me me in particular i I definitely i've been able to find so many more awesome things about johnny a character that i I love playing and i think is just such a such a uh a wonderful delightful little mess of a cowboy and uh yeah yeah thanks for asking you know, because I mean, it's it's important to note because when you have the opportunity, you know, because the thing is, a lot of people that do listen to this podcast, there are young actors, there are um, young writers, there are you know, th- and what you guys do just as actual artists is something that I think people should take note of because I mean, like I said, you and your six thousand instruments, <laughs> you know, but part of that is because that is a part of your whole creative being. You yeah. know, that's how you're channeling that, and for you, the opportunity to just to actually dig into a role that. You know, it's yours. Yeah, definitely. You know and it saying? is so his. I mean, right? I can't imagine anyone else playing it. Like, and when is that cast recording coming? It's coming soon. It's, she's done. She's just doing, they're like making some little final tweaks and okay. mastering. Yeah. And We're really yeah. proud that it's it's been picked up by Sony Masterworks. And yeah, it's, I, I think yeah, it's I, great. I, if I, uh, I'm not sure if I'm if I'm uh, totally right on this, but I think it it could be one of the first off Broadway albums that produced made. by them in a really long time, like some 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 yeah. something over ten years. But well, it sounds. I've what I've heard. It sounds really great, and um, you know they've. It sounds really massive too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like um, even with a four piece band, I actually secret I put some cello overdubs there's no cello in desperate measures but for the album they were like yeah, lauren you want to play cello on a few songs so you said I went, she's a hustler i told you baby get in there honey you gotta make mm-hmm. that money honey all mm-hmm. up in it honey so See? yeah but um i don't know uh, if you want to sh- no spoilers but um so i the character i play is her name's bella rose and she's a hooker with the heart of gold mm-hmm. and um she's a stripper who basically saves the day and saves Johnny li- Johnny Blood's life, her her boyfriend, um, through a little bed trick, the old Shakespeare bed How trick. I'll trick it up, hey. Right, honey. So um, eight shows a week, tricking it over at the New World Stages. Pop out, Miss Lauren. I ain't mad at you, girl. Listen, <laughs> and <laughs> and so she belts her face. She, uh, you know, just. Is she a goofball. Her tail feathers. She, she sure does. It does. All, baby. Yeah, and um, and she gets to sing one of the best new songs that I think exists in the musical theater canon, which is called "Just for You." Yes, the duet you two guys have yes. is amazing. Yes, and it's sort of a twist on anything you can do, I can do better. Mm-hmm. And um, so "Just for You" is uh, we are basically um, trying to out. Or one up each other on how much we love each other, and what we will do for and wh- the other person. What we will do for the other person, and so um, because uh, plot in in summary in, in in short, the plot is that t- in order to save Johnny's life, um, for yeah, he you know shot a guy in a bar fight in, in self defense, defending his girlfriend, who's me. Um, the corrupt governor uh, 
is approached by Johnny's sister, who's a nun, and said, and she's pleading for his life. And the governor says, "Well, I'll release your brother if um, if you have sex with me." Yeah. And you know, he's like, I, "I'm going to break my vow of justice. You're going to break your vow of chastity." Boom. So then, in the dark, the sheriff comes up with an idea that. The nun will agree to sleep with the governor, but in the dark, the nun will sw- be swapped out for a saloon girl. For the professional. For the professional. She sends the yours real truly. Woman in so then, it. so then, just for you, happens in the second act where when I find out what my girl's been up to to save my life, and, and I'm say, not happy about it. And I say, I slept with another guy just for you. <laughs> I shot a man and watched him die just for you. Dressed myself up like a nun. Oh, I can't, do, I can't do it out the music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, there's just comparing of like having, you know, doing it's, the dirty and yeah. then like. It's a blast. Hey, it's, it's a so blast. Much it's, a it's, such a, it's a crowd pleaser. Well, the show itself, like I said before, this is, again, part of the concept of what I always try to tell people. And that is there is so much other stuff that's happening. Don't let yourself be blinded by what people are telling you like you know don't go beyond i mean besides me listen to me but like you know everyone uh, yes hamilton was a fabulous experience but not everybody's going to be able to get to do that and i I hate for people to come and short sell everything else that's happening because they can only that's all that they see or that's all that they want when right in that same area there's a wonderful show like desperate measures featuring my new friend connor ryan (laughs) and my girlfriend from back in the day you know Ms. laura molina's um and I'm just so glad that people are getting the opportunity now to have this on a wider scale. Because I talked about this, I remember, a lot during the winter when you guys were doing it. And I was like, yeah, everybody else should go see this show. It's so cute. It's mm-hmm. off Broadway and everything. And now I'm saying the same thing. Yeah. That you should go see it. And now you have an opportunity to see it in a little bit of a bigger theater space with a little bit more oomph behind it. And now these characters, they've settled a little bit with inside of these these actors. And now they can really have fun. Yeah. So, Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Thank you so much for and having us. And again, like I said, Desperate Measures over at New World Stages with Connor Ryan and Lauren Molina. And who else? Nick Wyman is in that. Who else am I forgetting? Sarah Peter Carnegie. Sade. Yes. Peter Sade. Peter Sade. And Gary Marichek. And Gary Marichek. So again, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time off Broadway. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank, Thank you. Right. And we'll be back. Look for Keith Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now Mixcloud.